Have you been curious about why you were drawn to being spiritually awakened? Curious about learning more? Have you been hearing about star seeds, the megaverse, or connecting with our Galacta counterparts and curious to learn more? What is the connection between past life regression, our anxiety, or our aches and pains? Wondering how to connect with Galacta ones and learning their messages for us? Come listen to the channel messages from the Altarian Daniel in this episode with my guest, Tracy. You are just going to really open your minds and just hear all of this goodness. So thank you for being here. I so, so appreciate all of you listeners out there supporting the Light Up Your Worth podcast and want to do a big shout out for this episode's sponsor, Nancy Anger. So Nancy is a master sound and energy alchemist, and she's a mentor to teachers, healers, and aspiring change makers who help guide people back to themselves to awaken their highest potential to break through to a life they love. She has a Sound Codes Atlas Balancing Training coming up October 21st through the 23rd. So I will leave her link in the show notes, but you can go to www.nancyanger.com backslash sound-code-therapy-practitioner-training. You can really learn a lot about Nancy on episode number 48, where she was on as my guest. So thanks again, Nancy, for being a sponsor for the Light Up Your Worth podcast. If you're interested in joining Nancy to help sponsor one episode, two episodes, or 10 episodes, just let me know. I would love to be able to support your growth as well as the growth of Light Up Your Worth. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the episode that you're going to find so fascinating to learn about quantum healing hypnosis techniques and more about the Altarians and all the star seeds. So welcome and can't wait to hear your feedback. You are listening to Light Up Your Worth with transformational coach Debbie McAllister, whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning and positive resources for your toolbox to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our mother earth to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself this podcast is for you the spiritually curious seeking inspiration hope and practical knowledge as you navigate healing personal growth and development as you move forward with confidence building a consciously intentional radiant life each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls, energetic healers, spiritual modality experts, thought-provoking life coaches, empowering therapists, and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to light up your worth. Thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented, worthy self. Hello, this is Debbie McAllister, and this is Light Up Your Word. Boy, do I have a treat for you on this episode. I'm so excited to bring you my guest, Tracy May Mayhem. I just destroyed it again. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
<laughs> you did great. And, and she is an international channel, psychic, medium, highly intuned, empath, clairvoyant, hypnotherapist, QHHT, level three practitioner, a family coach, NLP practitioner, and a Reiki master. For over three decades, she has dedicated herself to her personal path of spiritual and psychic development. She comes from a highly sensitive and intuitive family and has fortified her natural gifts with training and practice, enabling her to connect with guides, angels, ascended masters, spiritual counselor, and galactic counterparts. Isn't that fascinating, guys? In addition to being a clear channel of messages from these realms, her expertise also includes offering clients' perspectives through looking at past lives to identify important connections with the present incarnation. So I reached out to Tracy because I was fascinated about her galactic counterparts and her experiences in those realms. So welcome, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, I always love it when people read my bio because I'm not the one that wrote it. <laughs> like, I forgot. That's a big word. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and then sometimes my apologies I get... for the big words. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I am so excited to have you here. And for those who can see this on YouTube, when you look at Tracy, um, you can see what a beautiful soul she is, but you can also see these beautiful souls that are behind her. And so wanted to point that out. So if you're watching this or listening to this, you also might want to go catch it on YouTube just so you can actually see these uh, beautiful presents that are here. So I want to, I want to start off kind of with an maybe an easier question before we get into it is that one of the things that you list off is a QHHT level three practitioner. And I wanted to see if you would explain exactly what QHHT is. Can't wait to explain that to you. Uh, Dolores Cannon is the one that developed QHHT and it's quantum healing hypnosis technique. And it's taking people into past lives and then talking to their higher selves, getting answers from the soul level, that part of you that planned the life. Why did you come into it? Why do I have these aches and pains? How can I heal that? So it just gets into some deeper levels of hypnosis. I took other training with hypnosis as well. And when I took this one, everything, you know, I used to do the stop smoking. The, I, I would do past life regressions, weight loss, anxiety, all the things. And when I came across Dolores's method, everything else went, I, I only do that one now. So it's a very powerful way to get into the subconscious and the higher self and start talking to aspects of self that remember why you're here and get those answers for you. Oh, I, I love that. So it's really connecting out at a such a much greater energy field of our own fields yeah. and the quantum out there where there's so much the more probability. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's your field. It's your information that you're, you know, why you're here on, the, on another level. And we go there and find that answer. And those sessions need to be done in person. Everything else I do, I can do online, but that one is an in-person because there's an extensive interview and you know, we're going to spend the day together, four to five hours together in that session. So, but yeah, what it, it's, 
quite an amazing journey to go on. And if anyone wants to know more about that one, look up Dolores Cannon. There are so many videos out there of her talking about her technique and her daughter, Julia, is the one that carries on the training for that. And there are online courses you can take. Matter of fact, I'm just going to do this because I love doing this. If you were interested after looking at all of this and taking a course, I feel like this is family to me, the people that join QHHT, because it's such a neat spiritual experience to go into these sessions. I was given a code that I can give out to people to uh-huh. save 10% on a class to become a practitioner. And it's my code is the magic is real. And if anyone knows me, that's my hashtag. The magic is real. You don't put the hashtag on it, but you make it one word. The magic is real. And you'll save 10% on that level one class and to get started. So go check it out because it's amazing. And it's yeah. a great way for for people to explore other parts of themselves, past lives. Now we say past lives, but really you could go anywhere. And so many people go into other lifetimes on other planets. And that's what Dolores's books, The Convoluted Universe. Uh, she has a series, Convoluted Universe series. And she has a book called The Three Ways of Volunteers that goes into how we are coming from other planetary systems and have had all these extraordinary lives. And now we're coming in to raise the vibration of this planet and move it into to what she called the new earth or 5D. And so it's just incredible. You'll cram your head full of all kinds of things. Yeah. Looking into her, her work. So. Oh, well, well, that's uh thank you for the reference. And we'll include that in the show notes too, so that people, you know, uh, can yeah. have access to it as they can, as we continue down. So, you know, that was a really good introduction on, you know, we hear about other universes or other culturals, Galactica, you know, beings that are out there. And I'm, you know, I've heard the word starseeds, um, the Octarians and among others. And I'm always fascinated about how or what that whole point of discussion is, I guess, like, I don't know that much about it. It's, it hasn't been where I've done any dives into there. And so I wanted to see if you could start us out with explaining, or at least connecting some of those dots for us. Sure. So it's my understanding that as a human race, you know, we, we have a history of, you know, going into war with each other. Right. And so Mm -hmm. We have Atlantis and the fall of Atlantis. We have Lemuria and, and the, you know, the tragedies there. We have uh, Noah and Noah's Ark where everybody's getting on the Ark and then the floods happen. And, and so that's the cycle of Earth resetting itself. And then, you know, then humans get seeded back into the Earth and try it again, guys. You know, <laughs> try not to kill each other this time. Well, this time around is my understanding that we've done this enough times that all these beautiful benevolent beings were like, how do we help them? They just keep hurting themselves and and destroying themselves. And we are a planet of non-interference. We are a planet of free will. And we are a planet where you get your mind wiped when you come in here and you can't remember who you are. And so, so they put out the call as they say, and this is Dolores's terms, Dolores Cannon's terms of that. They put out the call and what we call the volunteers or the star seeds that came into the planet came here to answer that call. And that call is we had to come into the human form because of the non-interference and the free will. So 
we had to come in as volunteers forgetting where we come from, who we are, what we're doing here to help because we wanted to raise the vibration, get people out of, out of the corruption and everything. And probably everyone listening right now is saying, uh, have you looked outside? Have you watched the news? <laughs> and I'm going to say to you, that's how we know it's working because everything is falling apart. And that's what we came here to do. And we started coming back in like the fifties and sixties when they made the atomic bomb and, you know, Spears going, Oh my God, the galactic benevolence. Oh my God, they're going to kill themselves again. So they started coming in as volunteers. What do we have? We have the hippie era, right? We have the hippies out there and we get this big wave of volunteers that are coming in that are true seekers that are rebellious and, and breaking all the rules and, pointing things out and looking at the corruption and trying to put a stop to it. And obviously we're still in that mess, but there's, there's all these waves of volunteers coming in. So you get the first waves that, that come in and try to plow the path to set it up for the second wave who's coming in to teach us how to love and bring love and light into the world again and shift into out of hate and anger and hurt and pain and get into the love and find that compassion for each other again. And then you got the wave that's coming in that has all these gifts and abilities and psychic powers and they're waking everybody up in that way. And then those are the waves that Dolores talks about. I think Doreen Virtue did like indigo crystal and rainbow children. Mm -hmm. And so you got these waves of people that have been coming in. Now, the third wave, if I'm doing my math right, that's the people that are in their 30s at this point, 30s and maybe 40s. And, and you're going to, you know, it's not like there's a, line in the sand that says okay now the second wave starts you might blend them a little you might feel like you belong to well I do that and I feel like I do that and that's okay you know it's not it's not a line in the sand you're this way or you're that way but now we have these 20 somethings that are starting to come in for sessions and do things like that and it's like they are so bright and they are just these beacons of light and they are just amazing and intuitive and psychic and I'm just like, wow. Well, then I started having sessions with people. And I'm, when I was channeling Daniel, he said, well, now we got the children of the sun coming in. I said, what are the children of the sun? He said, these are the ones that are coming from, first, we had all the galactic helpers from our universe. Now we have, the sun is a portal. And these guys, the children of the sun are coming from universes outside of our universe multiverses outside of our multiverse and they're coming through these portals and they're coming in because they heard of all the fun happening on the planet that we're doing it this way they're like what nobody's ever done this before well let's go help and so they're coming in and so we got all these prodigies you know we got all these psychic children and they're coming in and they're singing opera and they're playing guitars and they're having all of these gifts and abilities that were just like what the heck you know and and think about all the gravity defying things people are doing now. You know, I don't know what they call that when they're jumping from building to building and up and down, you know, vertically mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it's like, what's happening? Or they're grabbing onto a pole and making themselves look like a flag going sideways. And say, like, how are they doing that? You know, <laughs> the strength people have and the things they're able to do with their bodies and stuff. And we've never seen people be able to do before. And we're just coming into this time where if we can get our minds off of what they want us to think is happening out there and really start seeing what's going on, you know, we've got these incredible energies showing up and 
people are waking up, they're channeling, they're speaking languages, they're, they're getting information more and more clearly, and, and they're finding those rabbit holes to go down in the truth seeking, and, and it's finding them. And I have to say, my experience has been since with the first lockdown, about two months later, my roster just filled up. People were just flooding my, my calendar. And I worked harder in the COVID years than any other time because everyone was finding Dolores Cannon, QHHT, awakening in these ways. What is an Octarian? What's an Andromedan? What's a this? What's a that? And, and finding that I do these channels and I, and I post them on YouTube, these uh, transmissions from the Octarians. And people were finding those. And, you know, everybody had time to sit and, and look and see and dig and find more. And so it is, I'm calling it the, the great awakening is even though we lost a lot of people and it was tragic and it was hard, we also had probably the biggest awakening cycle that we've ever had. So, you know, we're going through some great times, even though they're hard times, because we got to look at the positive sides of things too, that in all of this shakeup, all of, you know, who's in the White House and who's not in the White House, who cares at this point, everyone's, you know, hair standing up about what's going on on the planet. We got gas prices rising and we've got, you know, people at war and we've got things happening and nobody's sitting on a couch anymore. It's affecting everyone. And mm -hmm. so we got to get up and do something about it. We're making choices and we're getting educated and we're, we're finding better ways and different ways. And, and, you know, I think a lot of us are waking up to the idea that uh, people all around the world, when, when COVID hit, it, it unified us. It touched everybody. There wasn't anybody that wasn't suffering from something of this nature. And we're, we're all in it together. And I think a lot of people started realizing that people all around the world just want the same thing they do. You know, they just want to live a happy, peaceful life with their families and their children and their you know, their dog and travel and play and have fun. None of us want these wars. We don't want that. And so, you know, starting to figure out that there's these other agendas going on. And, and so, you know, people are just starting to wake up to a lot of things and maybe not everybody yet, but that's why it's still, it, we're still going to see a lot of things get shaken up, I think, mm -hmm. as we go forward. But, um, Again, the, when I channel Daniel, and that's, that's what I call the Octarian, by the way, if you hear me say that, I'm so used to saying it, I forget people might not know. Uh, so that's an Octarian there. It's a likeness of Daniel, the same kind of image. Uh, he's more blue than that picture, but it, it gives me something to point at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is what it is. So in those transmissions, it sounds to me like we're going to have some rough times towards the end of this year. It's going to like, there's going to be some more stuff coming to surface that we're all just going to be like, can we take any more, you know? <laughs> and then it's, that's going to be like the thing that throws us into 2023, where we're going to start seeing some new technology come out, where we're going to start understanding that we can communicate with, with the beings. A lot of people ask me, well, when are we going to see them with our eyes? You know, you can sense them there, you can channel them, but when are we going to see them? And I'm having people already report to me that they've seen them, like the mantis beings, um, and they look like praying mantis, and they're, they're amazing. 
and they're healers. And so if you ever see a praying mantis being, don't be afraid of it because they are tall and they are, um, they can be intimidating, but they're very telepathic and they are here to help you heal. And what they do is they don't heal like, um, oh, here, let's put some energy on this. They, they heal in the sense of that frequency is carrying an illness. Let's change your frequency. And they move you out of the illness frequency into something higher vibrational that the illness can't get to. Oh. And so they work in mysteriously wonderful ways. Yeah. And uh, they do a lot for, for people. So if you're out there and you're experiencing some aches and pains or some illnesses, call on the mantis beans and ask them to help you rise up out of the illness vibration. And they'll, they'll come do that. So, I mean, we have to ask them, right? It's that free will. Yeah. And that's why we're here as the volunteers, because as volunteers, we were the most likely to wake up out of our collective. So we were the ones that came in in the human form and the rest of the rest of our crew. So all volunteers, well, you know, just like you have angels and guides, we have our councils. And so just imagine you got 10 of you and you all have to draw straws and you got the short straw and you're the one that had to come down, right? And you're the one that had to, to be the, the front guy and everyone else is just waiting for you to make that. But you were the one that was most likely to be successful in remembering who you were so that you could make these connections and start inviting them in. Come in, bring the energy, bring the energy, heal the land, heal the ley lines, heal the people, heal the trees, heal the earth and the air. We're inviting them to come in and do that. So... As we keep doing that, they, they know how to create the frequencies. We are communicating with them. This is what the humans are going through because they don't understand humans. You know, we have this vast amount of emotions because we're in duality and they don't understand why we say the things we do and why, why we hurt each other and all the things, you know. And yeah. so, so we're also the ambassadors to help them understand the humans so that they know how to bring the right frequencies in, how to raise the vibration without it being overwhelming. And, you know, when, when you're getting a vibration of, of truth coming in and you don't want to face your truth, that's painful. And so they have to make sure that it's, it's not too strong and it's going to just kind of work and unearth things. So on that theory of everything is a mirror, you know, it's like when you're in relationships, when you're talking to friends, those friends are your mirrors, good, bad, and otherwise, the earth is our mirror as a collective. So we are purging. So when I see the wars and I see the turmoils and I see the things of resistance out there, I'm like, that's mirroring to us that we're doing the work because it's surfacing. And oh. so we're, we're doing the work because now it's showing up and we can see it. And that means we're healing it. Even though it looks like chaos, we're healing it. And sometimes things don't look the way we think they're going to, right? You know, it's like when I did energy work and somebody said, oh, I ran energy on my loved one every day, morning and night, and they still passed away. I said, how do you know they didn't get their healing? Well, they're not alive. Well, how do you know that the healing they needed wasn't that something got resolved so that they could pass easier? Maybe that was the whole point is that they could clear this karma through the energy work you did with them so that they could transition even in a softer, more gentle way. Oh, you know, sometimes oh, it doesn't look like we yeah. think it is, you know. 
And when we get to the other side, we're going to get that figured out. You know, it's like, oh, all that energy work helped you get here faster and easier. And you didn't have to come back for another round because you healed something that needed healing. Yay. You know, so. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. You know, what's interesting, I'm going to go back to something you said, um, kind of towards the beginning when you talked about when people, the volunteers of coming, coming here were, you know, in the sixties, the right? So is that why there's so many, like I was born in the late sixties. Well, there's a lot of us who went through probably turbulence, you know, seventies and eighties. And by the time we hit the nineties, there was a lot of us that were like, at this, I don't want to say a certain age, but somewhere between like the 35 and 40 ish range, a lot of people that I would come and counter with that seemed to have been like in my age group, my decade, like a common time frame of when people started to like question things, right? Like discover Reiki or something wasn't quite right, or you feel like you, you no longer are fitting in. Sedona. Why do I want to? Yeah. Why do I want to seek out these vortexes? What is drawing me to yeah. Stonehenge? Why? Yeah. 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 Why you all of a sudden am I, why am I all of a sudden reading Selsun prophecy was like the big, you know, Oh, thing for I me. love that one. Right? Yes. You know, like that was this one big, of my first ones too. <laughs> yeah. Like we have auras. What? Yeah. Like we're working I mean, with our what's energy a chakra, things? right? Like yeah. it just like opened up this whole world. And then it, it seems, you know, your explanation of the different waves coming in, it seems to me, at least in the last like 10 years, like there's been this explosion of different healing modalities or different tech. I hate to use the word technique, but just different ways of connecting in or science from what started back in the sixties and the seventies, there's now like hard evidence. Right. And the best part is, is we're not learning it. We're remembering it. So we go to the person that's the teacher and they're teaching it to us, but how many things have you went to? I went to so many classes and it was like, I know this stuff. I know this stuff. It's like the light bulb gets turned on. We're remembering. And then we get to kind of put whatever spin we have on that and Mm -hmm. whatever gets activated in that memory but what daniel told me is that we breadcrumbed ourselves we put things in our path like when i was 18 i started working retail and there was a woman there that that i worked with that did dream analogy it's like i wasn't seeking for anything it was finding and then of course i was just like tell me more you know (laughs) and that's what got me into wanting to do the hypnosis because i had did a dream journal that brought in a past life for me. And when I realized what the past life was, I went, and I had this thing that was just like weight on my shoulders just went away. I'm like, I understand it now. Now I know why it happened like that. Okay. And then it was like, wow, that's not bothering me anymore. That's not, I'm not being obsessive about it anymore. And it just went away. I was like, I got to know how to do that, you know, for other people or do it again for myself, you know, it's like, that was incredible. So that got me going on, how do you get to past lives? And I would do readings on past lives and people were having extraordinary, like I would ask my guides at that point, I started that journey of doing intuitive psychic readings. 
And so I was doing past life readings. I thought this would be so much more powerful if they could see it and they could feel it versus me seeing it and telling it to them. But even with that, we were having extraordinary success with people releasing anxieties and different things. I have one gal that couldn't get pregnant. She kept having miscarriages and found out that she was one of the guards during the time of Hitler and she was guarding the children and kept seeing children dying and she was traumatized by it, but her own family was threatened. And if she didn't do her job, her family would suffer. So she could never forgive herself for that. So in this life, she started at the age of 14 and started you know, bringing children into this world and she just couldn't have enough children. And why was, you know, she was obsessed about having babies and bringing babies in. And then she, so she kept having this, these miscarriages. And when we looked at that and saw that she had been the guard and she could forgive herself for that. And the, ba- and the message was that the babies are these children, I'll forgive her. They knew that she didn't do it, that she wasn't a mean person, that she wasn't cruel and that she had to do it and that she was forgiven and then all that cleared and then she finally got pregnant and she had her I think it was fifth or sixth or something child and she has she has grandchildren as old as her youngest or older than her youngest child that's that's how that worked for her and it was just amazing and I was like you know there's something to this and I grew up Catholic where you know it's like oh that stuff's devil's work blah 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 and I'm like how is that devil's work that woman just healed trauma that she didn't even know was there because she had her mind wiped but yet the energy imprint of that lifetime stayed with her and was affecting her in this lifetime and so it's it just became so important to me to help people through past life regressions to heal anxieties traumas unexplainable things that were happening aches and pains that you know, they didn't hurt themselves. Why is this, why is my back hurting? I didn't hurt myself. And going in and asking the higher self those questions. It's just crazy, awesome work. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to uh, get rid of all those aches and pains? I can tell you that, but um, especially as I get older and, you know, I, I've been absorbing everything that you're saying and how it connects back of why there's so many of us who are led when you're talking about the the breadcrumbs where yeah. we met one thing and then we start seeking you know the seekers right or yeah. healing different traumas small traumas big traumas and then there's stuff that you're like oh no i feel really connected to say it's sound healing or i feel super connected with this type of energy work versus some others going yeah that was nice but it didn't you know open up my soul at a level that I can't quite explain. So what I have found quite interesting lately is that this year I find myself when I'm outside looking at like the clouds and I see so many more cloud formations that are different. And I find myself looking at them thinking, I wonder who's in those right? Like, because there's so many more shapes. There's just so much more of it when, when they come through and they're not, they stop and you're seeing more posts on it. And then they had that scientific picture, right? Of the, the galaxies that are out there and you, you can't help a wonder, like I'm being called to like, understand, like, why am all of a sudden am I drawn more into any other thing 
why am I being drawn to understand these beings, galactica beings, or uh, that? Would, I think that's the term I use. Mm -hmm. That's such a yeah. It's such a great question, and it's so we would probably. I know I identify with the first wave, and if you said you were born in the '60s, you're most likely part of that first wave too. And here's here's what's happening with the first wavers. We came in, we plowed the path, we've, we were seeking truth, we were being good people. And, you know, we had, most volunteers have to endure a lot. And I want to talk about that too, if, if you'll help me remember. But what's happening is the first waivers did what they came here to do. The books are written, the courses are made, the information is out there, the podcasts are here. We're all kind of wrapping up what we came to do. And now we're getting our second assignment. And the second assignment is connecting with the galactic ones now. Ooh, chills. Oh, so wow. So we get to connect yes. with the galactic ones now and bring in their messages. That's the next level. You know, it's like chapter one or, you know, book one's done. Now we're on book two. And so we did that part and now we're being activated to connect to the galactic ones and bring in their messages because people are ready to hear it now because now they got more information and now they're ready to know that there's these benevolent, beautiful, high vibrational beings that have such beautiful intentions for us and they want to teach us. You know, they show all these Egyptian walls of, you know, those, some of those things on those walls are not human. And they used to come and teach how to feed yourselves, how to grow gardens, how to do certain things, how to work with the healing energies and the anointing oils and, and the healing waters and different things. And then the humans started treating them like gods and that wasn't okay. And so they were told to retreat and let the humans, they know enough now, let them evolve. And then there's a bunch of stories to that. So everybody can go find their own ways to those stories. <laughs> but, you know, we, we had to evolve on our own, but we're getting all this information. We get to know how to heal ourselves. You watch Star Trek. You think that person wasn't downloaded, whoever's that collective that's writing Star Trek and they're using these little healing wands and scanners and telephones that we have now that are more advanced than what you saw in Star Trek and <laughs> all these things that are here for us. And we do have contact with these beings. We've had it for years. You know, they've re reverse engineered spacecraft and they've been out exploring space, they being our governments all around the world, not just the U.S., but everywhere. And they've all been out there in the military versions or private sectors of whatever, you know, secret governments, whatever it is. And they've had interactions. And that's why we have the technology that we have and why it's expanded so quickly in the last 50 years, you know. So there's, there's just so many stories to tell around all of this. But it's all fantastic because it's leading us to knowing that there's something beautiful out there that supports us they're not here to do any harm they're here to help us evolve they want us to know okay it's time you guys keep doing this loop and doing this loop and it's time to get you to the next thing and the and what Dolores Cannon's message is is that the earth is also a living thing and it, it's evolving and it's going to evolve rather we're ready to evolve with it or not and so they're trying to get us ready and she refers to it like like fleas on a dog you know, the dog doesn't care if you come with it, but, you know, it's, it's going to be up to us to make our changes and evolve and move with the earth. And we're seeing it happen. 
our weather is changing. Who doesn't have oh. crazy weather right now? Right? We are yeah. moving into a different atmosphere. We are moving into a new vibration. The earth is making its changes. It's doing it gradually, giving us time to do it with it. But if we don't get on board, you know, there's an exit plan too. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. The afterlife is also a very glorious place to be. But what a fun ride it is to go on that ride with Earth. You know, it's like getting on the fun, scary ride at the carnival, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. On the ride. <laughs> and um, and so we're here to just kind of help help wherever we can. And, and if we can make those galactic connections, they're going to tell us how to help the masses. And so that's where we're at right now is level one and level two level. I say level. Uh, the first wave and the second wave are starting to get in more into that galactic. And like I did a class this last weekend and I had a range anywhere from, I think the youngest ones were in there. No, one was 28. So 28 up to 70 something was the group. And it was like, everyone was channeling and light language and healing. And, and we brought in a volunteer to be in the healing circle on the last day. And it was so magical. And he's like, well, I have back pain. And so, you know, just be forewarned. I got back pain. I don't want anybody to pick that up. Well, he come, he came out of that circle, jumping up and down going, huh, I haven't been able to do that for a while. And, you know, you see that kind of stuff and it's like, there's something to this, you know, there's something here and we're all ready to explore and learn what it is. You know, there was a time when you and I were children that if they would have said, you can hold a computer in your hand and talk to people and watch movies and and do all kinds of things we would have went whatever that's so sci-fi yeah. that's creepy well just even the the microwave or oh, yeah. the, the phone recorders remember when you can leave oh, somebody yeah, a message a voicemail yeah. and then the web i mean yeah there's so much technology oh, changing that has just been amazing. So I want to go back to something you said to, re to so I wrote it down, you know, that this first wave you said had to endure a lot. Yes. So one of the things I notice in my practice is when I get people in the hot seat, you know, across from me and we're talking, they've had horrific lives, hard lives, hard childhoods, abuse of all kinds and um, neglect, abuse, whatever, you name it. They've been in trouble. They've done drugs and alcohol, whatever, you know, and, and they've done it all. And I, so I'm asking why, why have the volunteers picked such hard and difficult lives? And the answer was that the volunteers picked families. I'm getting, I'm getting chills already. They picked families, that, the families that needed the most help and healing. And the volunteers have come in to help heal the ancestors so that they can all ascend. And so they oh. took it all on. Wow. Yeah. I'm just goosebumping like crazy over here, but what a big job. That's the volunteers huge. are, it's huge. 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 I mean, can you think about it? so many souls got caught in that karmic loop and they keep coming back and they keep repeating it because there's no tools in their basket for them to evolve out of it. And so they've been lifetime after lifetime in these wars and battles and bad relationships and abuse and sex abuse and being the offender and the one being abused and all of it. And so the volunteers came into those families to break the pattern and to evolve out of it. I mean, you think about it, you're like, 
you hear a story like that and you're thinking, how is this person across from me doing what they're doing with their life right now? How are they not just in shambles or suicidal or already dead? You know, and, and here they are being kind and loving and seeking and finding their spiritual path and healing themselves and forgiving. And it's like, they make me cry because they're so loving and forgiving even after everything that's happened to them. Yeah. They find it and they do it. Well, and I've met a lot of those beautiful individuals, you know, along in this journey. I also have experienced where I didn't have real trauma growing up. Yeah, I didn't either. And um, I asked, but yet I got myself into a dysfunctional relationship for 20 years. There's plenty of trauma there. <laughs> and <laughs> which is what caused me to go seeking to feel better, right? Like it's your breadcrumb, right? Mine I didn't, too. I didn't understand, like, you know, why did I think that was my soulmate? Like, why was I willing to endure so much? Why didn't I just leave, you know? And why does it still linger every once in a while, right? Like something. And then I realized I had on a guest and she's a, a therapist. And, and I said, well, what happens to the rest of us? How come we, how come we had all this stuff to still work through? Right. Like, yeah. and, and in her, her education and her client base, she says, well, then you get the other side of it. So you got rewarded for being good. You got rewarded for, you know, doing this and doing that. So you actually claim this perfectionist hat to be good, to be loved, that you were going to get the attention the other way. And so, yes, but you had to go through this other experience to be able, something had to trigger us, right? Yeah. To go. That's a great word, the triggers, right? And we get the narcissists. And if you think about everybody plays their role perfectly, we're healing this karma. We had to have people set up in our lives to trigger that karma so that we could recognize it, heal it and move forward. So we set ourselves up with these people in our paths to be those triggers, to be you know, that spouse that taught us how to finally love ourselves and set the boundaries and say no more and be like, this is, I'm not living my life like this. I'm, you know, it's, what's the point of life if this is how I'm living it and evolving out of that. And then you shift your energy and you start seeing you're worthy and you're lovable and you're kind and you're gracious and you're amazing and you're beautiful and your light is shining. And and then other people are like, my gosh, what's going on with you today? You just look amazing. Like I had that happen the other day when I felt like I had pillow hair and no makeup. And somebody's like, wow, you're just glowing. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, and I was like, okay. And, and we just love ourselves enough now, you know, and we just keep loving ourselves and treating ourselves wonderful. And guess what? The world's got to mirror that back to us now. Yeah. And so all of a sudden we find ourselves in this reality and then we can teach other people how to create this reality. And how do you create it? Audience, you love yourself, love yourself, and you will create a most beautiful, beautiful reality. And I, I say it because I'm living it and I didn't always live it. And we went through those experiences. We had to go through the shadows. We had to go through the dark night of the soul so that we would recognize when we're not in it, right? So that we know when we've had that victory and we've moved out of it. And it's not to say that we're not gonna have a bad day, but how do we react to the bad day? Yeah. You know, now it's like, oh, that didn't work out, but I bet that's because something better is coming. 
instead of, man, that didn't work out. Now I'm going to throw something across the room and kick a couch and, yeah. you know, maybe I'm oh. exposing a little bit more about myself than I yeah. should. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, then here, I'll, I'll here, let me, uh, let me focus in on my thing. It's like, great. I had just moved to uh, Flagstaff couple months ago, right? Because I know that there's something greater coming in for me here. Yeah. It just feels you so say that connected. I just want to speak light language to you. There's yeah, you probably moved on to a vortex. And um, there's there's ley line crossings, you know, these little crossing points, mm -hmm. there's little vortexes on those, and you activate those in you know, we are really getting into that balance of the masculine feminine energy. And I don't know how many workshops you've been to where there's always like one token male, right? Yeah. Like yes. You got 20 women and a guy. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I had nine people, no, 10 people in my last, in my class this weekend. And out those 10, there was four men. Amazing. I'm just like, I just wanted, I just told them all, I'm so glad you're all here. I said, how many of you have been the token male in these kind of things before? And all four of them raised their hand, you know, and it's like, right. And yeah. now you're here together and the men are showing up and it's happening and they're waking up. Yeah. And we're finding each other, you know, they're, they're finding now the women that have been waiting for the enlightened man. I'm telling you, they're happening. It's happening. Yeah. They're coming. And, and I, I get the message, not at all times that when I feel really clear, like clear and put aside is that I was like, yeah, my, uh, my clear man who's done, you know, this work who I can have these conversation with, and he's also a manly man. So he's a, no, he's a conscious manly man. And I'm like, he's, he like, I, I don't know if he's physically here, right. Like, like lives here already, but that we're going to connect. And yeah. I'm here in this energy and I feel it so strongly on some days, other days I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm 56. Maybe I'm just not going to experience <laughs> what that kind of love is, uh, uh, you know, this healthy yeah. conscious love. And then I think, oh no, 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 you just put, put that stuff aside and no, and trust what you do feel when you get those downloads and when you are connected with the quantum and I just had, I'm going to be, I'm, so I'm, I've been inviting more males actually to come on the podcast as well that so great? that we know like just today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just today. See? I That's had the most right there. Yeah. Like they're there, they're out there yeah. and, you know, and connecting in. And so, so I, I want to go back and talk about Alturians. I know that's where you're most like yeah. connected in. So I'll just start basic. What is an Altarian? Like, what, well, are there it, characteristics? Are they like, do they have different looks? Like we have different looks with. They do. Yeah. So those of you watching the video, you can see the picture behind me, but for those of you that are on the podcast listening, the Altarians are, they just like we come in different colors and different sizes. So do they. I saw some that kind of looked like they were metallic, but here's, I'm going to describe them. They are, they're probably, the ones that, that I work with are probably about 10 feet tall. They're very, very thin bodies. They have very long arms and they have three fingers and a thumb and their heads are, they have faces like humans, you know, they have a very soft and gentle face. And then they have kind of elongated skull that um, kind of has a crease down the middle of it and they have very big brains. And so what's fun about that is 
you know, I channel in them and they come speak through me. And maybe if we get a chance, I'll bring, I'll bring the one I call Daniel in. But one of the times I close my eyes to meditate and all of a sudden I feel like I'm on a ship and I've got these really long arms and I've got this really massive brain that I can, I'm like the clarity, you know, how we'll get all jumbled up and da, 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 da. All of a sudden my mind is very clear and calm and knowing and like all knowing, it was like easy to be in telepathy and to be in connecting to the information and all that cool stuff. I said, what's happening? And Daniel says, oh, well, you're always channeling us. So now we're channeling you. And I was like, oh, we can do that. <laughs> so <laughs> here I am on the ship. And, and he was showing me that they intuitively steer the ship. And they, the panel in front of me was just this blank panel, but they'd wave their hand over or do something like that. And it was just very intuitive and, and the metals were different. And I mean, it's like things you can't even explain. It just feels lighter, not as dense as this energy of this earth. Even the air in this earth can feel dense to these other beings uh, because we need that gravity, because it is a denser reality, which is why we experience time the way we do, because the denser the reality, the more it feels like there's that duration of time. And the lighter the realities, the lighter the vibrations, the less they experience what they're doing as time. And so it just is, they're just, they're awake in the, in the moment, and they're not experiencing it like the past and the present and the future. And it's, it's just crazy. So I know I'm giving you guys so much to think about. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, they're, they come in different, they'll be different heights. Most of them, I haven't seen any that aren't just skinny with long arms and, and three fingers and a thumb, but they've come in different colors. They're, and, and sparkly. Some of them have auras that are, that I call crystalline, you know, they got the crystalline energy around them and they just sparkle. Uh, some of them have more feminine faces and more masculine faces, you know, so yeah, they, they're just like, just like us where you're going to get all kinds of varieties, but the whole multiverse thing that you were talking about, you know, the other galaxies, they come from <laughs> what it, which one is it? Star Wars galaxy far, far away. Yeah. You know, there, <laughs> there's versions of them that look different in other galaxies and other star systems, other multiverses and so yeah, there's just an endless wow. kind of conversation you can have around this stuff. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Debbie. If you have appreciated the phenomenal and nourishing spiritual souls that have blessed us as the guests of the podcast, I would invite you to please consider supporting the operational expenses of the podcast. I recently set up a Patreon account through the urging of some friends. So what's in it for you? There are ongoing benefits of joining the Light Up Your Worth Patreon account. There's a peek at the exclusive behind the scenes of creating a podcast, bonus episodes with my guests, and energetic healing meditations. And I am just beginning. Your Patreon support allows me to continue the podcast vision to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources to nurture you on your spiritual journey. Together, we can raise the consciousness and frequency for yourself 
the collective and Mother Earth. Please support me on Patreon. You can begin to subscribe for as low as $2.27 per month, which is really less than a coffee or subscription to watch TV. So you can find it at www.patreon.com, light up your worth, all one word, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash light up your worth, no spaces, sending you sunshine. Hi, Debbie here. Are you a lover of essential oils, crystals, energy healing work, channeled messages, positive affirmations? Well, do I have something to share with you? My friend Nikki is the owner of Sage Essential Oils. She's on Instagram, sage underscore essential oils. I'll include that in the show notes. But I wanted to share with you that she does these amazing essential oil alchemy blends that have crystals and these amazing blends of essential oils called ground alchemy, calm alchemy, uplift, nurture, daydream. And they're all these really delicious and yummy blends. She also includes with each order a personal intuitive affirmation that's downloaded and channeled just for you and a beautiful postcard so as a healer she's a reiki healer and she does ancestral healing sessions as well and she's located in australia and so if you want to try these amazing things i highly recommend them i love them and use them in my own life so again her instagram is sage underscore essential oils let her know that you heard about her here on light up your worth podcast well that is just like beyond fascinating for people like thank you for sharing and i'm wondering if daniel is interested in sharing anything through you Yes, definitely. We've got a few minutes left here, so we'll keep it real short for you. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to describe is how I get Daniel. And I'm going to describe this like I step over to the left and then Daniel's energy will come into the right. And I think I told you this, but I didn't tell the audience or if I did, I apologize. I'm going to repeat it. Daniel is an aspect of me that is incarnated in Octopus. And so that's why I connect with him so easily because it is oh. me. Oh, okay. Um, and that's a whole nother thing that for another day to explore how we can be many aspects of many things and so incredible. And we can draw in those experiences. So let me get Daniel. He'll give you guys a little bit of a message and then, and then I'll come back in. So, okay. okay. Well, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for letting us be here, for letting us join you in this beautiful show and for getting the word out getting the word out to everybody who is watching, who is listening, and letting people experience that which is part of the unknown, part of the mystery of this life that you are living, that you are being a part of, that you are participating in, and going into deeper levels of yourself. And let this connect with you. Let this idea and this this fascinating thought take, take a seed in you for just a moment. And let the truth of it come out in you. And we never say, just believe anything we say. We always say, use discernment. Use discernment when you listen to 
a speak, use discernment when you are listening to anyone speak, because it is your truth and you are possibly from other collectives. So maybe our truth does not match your truth. And so isn't that fun? And that is when everybody gets to be who they are. You don't have to be like everybody else. You can say, oh, I like what that little Daniel character was saying, but you know what? I think I resonate over here with the Syrian council and the channel that comes through for that with this person over here. And that's what we say, find your collective, find what resonates for you, find the parts and the pieces. And it may be more than one, or you may find yourself really centered on one. There are many, many councils out there, many different star nations out there, many star seeds that are here on this planet. You come from Lyra, you come from Sirius, you come from Orion, you come from Andromedans, you come from Anshar, and so on and so on and so on. And so we say it is something to listen, it is something to understand and embrace, but when you find the one that feels like home, you will know. You will know in yourself which one feels like home to you, and you'll know if you are ready for that journey, and you'll know if you are not. And maybe you want to baby step it, and maybe you want to dive in with both feet and find your way to how to learn more and more and more. One of the things that we would like for you to experience today, Debbie, would you be open to us working with you with some light language? Yes, I would. Thank you. Thank you. And do we have permission to be in your energy? You have my permission to be in my energy. Mm -hmm. This is going to be an activation for you. So we need your permission for that as well. You have my permission for the activation. You made lots of room, they said. You make lots of room for, for new energies to come in, for your mind to be expanded, for your energies to be expanded. They want to know, may they bring in the supernova antenna is what they call it. And that is the antenna that is, it is like going from getting your your 1969 car stereo moved up to a fancy serious satellite stereo. Would you like that to happen? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> please. And we know that the audience is also saying, yes, please. We hear some of them saying, oh, oh, me too. And so we invite you to ask your councils to come in and, and supernova your antenna. That is, those are just fun words that we have to use for enhancing that, that connection to the collectives bringing yourself out even further, bringing yourself out of your limitations. And there were some limitations there. We removed them. It's like that glass ceiling, right? You, you go so far and then you kind of stop and you, you have expanded your mind today a lot. All the, all the talking that you did today, not just with us, but with others, has lined you up for this moment. And so we are very, very grateful for you to put us in when you did so that you would be ready for what is, what is going on for you right now. Now they're putting in some, some new programs in through the spine. They're moving some energy down through the spine. They're activating and reactivating some of the energies. There are some things that you used to do in the past that you don't do anymore. And it's going to start coming back to you and you'll be like, man, I haven't done this for a long time. And then you're gonna go, oh, Daniel said I was going to do that. And you're going to have some fun with it. We want you to play with it. There is nothing here that you have to do. And that is very important for everyone to know. There's nothing here that you have to do. 
you get to do it. And if it's fun for you, then do it. And if it's not, then it's not. We don't want you to do it. And here's why. Everything on your planet is based on your vibration. So if you are doing something you don't want to do, you are putting that vibration out there. So we don't want you to do it either. Because that is, uh, that is then somebody else's job to try to raise that vibration that you're putting in the low vibration with, right? So we want everyone thriving, happy, doing their things that make them happy. So our assignment for everybody that is listening, that is curious, go out and do things that make you happy. Put things on your calendar that give you something to look forward to. Because when you have something to look forward to, even if it is just a day trip going for a Sunday drive, put something on your calendar that you are going to look forward to. Because when you have that, then, then you go to work and you'll be like, oh, this is a long day. Hey, but Saturday I get to go to the beach or Saturday I get to go to the movies with friends, you see. And so then you have something you can bounce something more positive into that negative feeling. And so we want you all to try it. And, and your challenge is to go into the rest of this week or next week, wherever you're listening to this. We want you to move forward, doing your best to make every day enjoyable. What am I going to do today? That's fun. Where am I going to go to lunch today? Who am I going to talk to today? What kind of conversations will I have today? And just start looking at everything as fun. Even the things that go wrong, even the things that didn't line up for you, you missed your bus, you you had your car break down, something happened, something that you didn't like, something that didn't feel good. I want you to stop and say, well, that is interesting. I wonder what's going to happen now, because this is very, very synchronistic. It stopped me from getting to some place. It, it kept me from making that decision and whatever it is. And so you have to know that as you are inviting these beautiful collectives to come in and work with you and play with you and have fun with you, they're going to, they're going to keep you from making some decisions that might hinder your highest and best outcome later on, right? And so they're working with you, they're working for you. And we hope that you will work with them as well. Now, with that, we do want to bring this to a close so that we have enough time to let Tracy and Debbie do their thing, right? So we thank you for letting us be here. We thank you for letting us work with you. You are going to be, uh, they're going to continue to work on you, Debbie, through the night. If that is okay with you, you can always ask them to stop. And we ask them to make sure that you still get a very restful sleep and that they can work on you without without disrupting your sleep patterns so that you are well rested tomorrow. See, that is one of the things that we learn to do when we interact and have you as liaisons to remind us that you need sleep. Remind us that when we work with you and the high vibrations come in and it keeps you up all night, that's not productive for you. And we needed to learn that. And we thank you all who have come here to help us understand and to be the ones that are on the ground doing the work. And we thank you so dearly for your service. And with that, we bring back Tracy. Okay. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah. And I get to do that for a living. Oh. <laughs> I get to bring these messages to people. And I get to have that vibration come through and speak. And they're fun and they're they're jovial and, and they'll joke around with you, but the work they're doing is so powerful. And, you know, I, I'm usually pretty uplifted afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I definitely am. In, you know what? And today, everybody that I've talked to, it's just been, you know, half an hour meeting that ended up being over two hours to help make a difference in this healthcare organization. And they're thanking me that I'm this light 
they don't even know I have this podcast, right? Of light up your worth. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you can live too light. Live in that kind of a world, you know, where I, I I talked to a gal earlier where she does real estate, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of a closet light language speaker." I was like, "Oh, I thought you were putting that on your social media," and she goes, "No, I took it all down," <laughs> you know, and it's like. <laughs> But she'll do that and she'll do that for her clients and they don't even know what's happening. You know, she'll go and speak over their home and clear it when they buy a house and she'll go in and do these things that are very magical Yeah. and they don't even know what's happening. They just know they love the house and that it feels good. And now that energy is there and it can activate them in some way if they Mm -hmm. wanted to. And that's the beauty of it. We don't have to, there's no rules. We don't have to do it. And, you know, the worst thing that happens is we leave here and we didn't do it. And then we decide to come back. So, yeah, yeah. I I find the light language is so when you listen, is that I don't understand what it's saying. So let me, but I get a feeling. Yes. And that's exactly, you, you summed it up perfectly. There is no translation. My understanding of light language, when I asked them, you know, so I'll know what they're doing. I'll know what they're thinking, but the language itself is a signature, kind of like when you scribble and nobody can copy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, like when you speak your light language and you will, unless you don't want to, but if you wanted to activate it, it would be incredibly easy to move into that. And I tell people just speak like a baby and it'll start coming in. But when that comes in for you, yours will sound incredibly different than mine and incredibly, it, it might have the same dialect, like the mantis beans are clicky. And they'll do that. And the Octarians will say words, but they're not words you understand. And, you know, every one of them, the Lyrans come in as like a rocking a cradle, you know, and soft energies. And so they all have their own little way of coming in. And you'll be able to work with many of them because that's that's what you came here to do. Mm-hmm. You came here to work with all the different collectives. That's why you do the work you do. So yeah. you'll get to speak many languages and talk to many of the beings. Yeah, thank you for that confirmation or validation because I feel like when I decided if I was going to move here to Flagstaff, I went and looked at some ley lines with energies yeah. uh, because I have moved multiple places and I kept, there was a feeling that I was having, you know, that I was searching for and I wasn't getting it to these places that had different energy. And then when this opportunity came, was that I went and just looked and I'm like, okay, I I need to know, (laughs) like, I don't need to go someplace that it's not welcoming to me, my energies. And so I looked at some lines on uh, some aerial chart. I don't remember exactly aerial travel chart or something. And it said, yes. And actually the message that it was, and then intuitively it felt right was that you're going to look back after I'm here and you're not going to recognize like who you were when you showed up. And even Uh, recently I can look at pictures from my twenties. And if you looked at me and you looked at those pictures, I have a hard time thinking that that was me. Like it just feels so like another life. It feels like another lifetime. And have you found that with your clients and yourself? Like definitely with myself, there was one time when my energy switched out. It's like that version of me that went through all the, you know, the dark night of the soul stuff. It got to go and ascend. And then another version of my soul came in 
and I still had all of the feelings, all the memories, all the things. I just felt healed from it and in a big capacity. Now, that's not to say that I'm completely healed. Please don't misinterpret that. But there was there was an understanding and knowing that there's still work to do and there's still things that surface and there's still childhood things. And I had a great childhood, you know, and, but yet we could be the best parents out there and our children are still going to have some traumas to work through, some things to work through, misinterpretations, not understanding what no meant when they were three years old and they were told no to something they really wanted. And then they felt deprived and whatever, you know, we worked through so many things, but I do remember that transition of that weathered, tattered, hard, or, you know, I went through it all and it got to lift up and it was like, oh, it's like going to the spa. Yeah. And then this, this new shiny version came dropping in. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm powered up and I'm ready to go. And that was about a year after I started channeling with Daniel. And so I think that we have that opportunity to keep shifting like that. And we move in different timelines. I mean, there's just not enough show yeah. yeah right <laughs> like we have timelines that we travel through and decisions that we make and things that we're doing and um that i mean it, like dolores cannon's books are called convoluted universe and that word is too simple for what's going on you know and it's yeah. like there's so many layers to who we are to what we're doing to the collectives we're working with to how we're connected to those collectives that we're working with yeah, it's incredible. That is, um, that's so beautiful. We'll have to have you back on Tracy. You I know, think so. I got think so much more to talk about. Yeah, maybe. there's a lot more to talk about. And I think we just scratched the surface here. Yeah, I just scratched so. the surface. And when we come back, Debbie's going to speak her light language for the audience. Yeah. I do. I do feel like, because, you know, and, and I know we're going to be wrapping up here, uh, shortly guys. And, but I want to share this experience with you is probably let's see, 2007, I moved back from Boulder back to my hometown in San Jose, California. And I connected with different people because I was going back to where I'd been and I went to Boulder to heal. I didn't know that then I lived in Boulder for three years in that vortex. And then I came back and that's when I, you know, became a Reiki master out there. I learned about breathing. I, I like it. It just opened my eyes to this whole bigger universe. And when I came back, so I connected, I uh, found a meetup group <laughs> and uh, connected <laughs> in with uh, this metaphysical group. And I started just, you know, having these experiences. Anyway, I went to my friend Sheila's house, Sheila and her wonderful husband his house and down the hallway when you look down the where the bedrooms were she had this beautiful picture and it was a native american woman and i looked at her and i asked her how i had no idea you know how things just come out of your mouth sometimes and i looked at this picture and i was like why do you have a picture of me up on your wall and she got the whole full-on you know truth bumps like that is you. And I'm like, yeah, how did, you know, and we were connected, really connected without really understanding it. But what, what I take away with connecting it with the light language is that, you know, they spoke a different language. And so when I hear light language, I think of that picture of wow. this. And I don't know anything about this native American portrait, right? It was an actual 
I think it's like a, one of those portraits that looks so real. I don't think it was an actual picture photograph. Right. And, and I see that and I think of light language and I was like, oh yeah, you were speaking light language. Then it just looked like another language. And if you listen to the podcast, you'll know, I actually struggle with punctuation. I have my whole life, even as a small child, I've had teachers correcting me. I've had peers. I've had like a whole stream of things. I've had mentors say, you know, you really, sometimes it comes across that you're not all that intelligent because of your <laughs> punctuation. Right. And yet, you know, I, I do have a master's degree that I got in my fifties. <laughs> I mean, I, so I do I, have an education. <laughs> I, I am educated besides reading, you know, thousands of books on my own and worksheets, you know, workshops and in the business. And that's just in the business world, let alone, you know. And so when you say that, I think, yes, there is something that is now going to happen. And I just don't know what it is. And I'm open to those possibilities of now stepping into this, as you call book two. Yes. So yeah, there will be more, there would definitely be another, uh, another interview listeners. So two is a fun one because that's the one that we get to go have fun. It's important. If we want to create 5d, 5d is a high vibration. And if we want to lift up the earth and out of this density that we keep seeing happening or that mm -hmm. we keep being shown anyways, through television, if you go out in your front yard you're probably not seeing anything like that but if you turn your television on it's chaos right mm -hmm. but if we can raise our vibrations up out of that and not give energy to the other frequencies we have warriors out there we have light working warriors out there fighting the fights and if you don't feel like that's your position then hold the light hold the laughter hold the fun go out and play and have a good time travel do what you love to do because when you're in that frequency that you know, that just floods. That's like a floodlight on the darkness. So I love that. So when I go out here and I go out in the Ponderosa Pines of Flagstaff and this beautiful natural area, can I just call on the, I was going to say paramanthus, what, right? Praying mantis. Yeah. This um, one's getting a little antsy behind me. She's yeah. wiggling around. <laughs> my little yeah. helper. Yeah. That so brings my joy. needed dragon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, go in, go in and um and call on the on the praying mantis. That would be perfect. Oh, that is great. They, they work with telepathy. They work with the empath. They work with um with showing us how to manage our energies because so many of us are empathic and we carry all this grief. And if we can work with the mantis beings, they they show us how to take in the information without carrying all the density of it very yeah cool. that is very very cool so handy. yeah okay i will do that and report back for next time with the light Love language it. as well so That's so tracy how can our listeners reach you please go to tracymahan.com it's t-r-a-c-i-e-m-a-h-a-n.com and that's my website and all my contact. You, if you want to have an ascension session with Daniel, that's where the Octarians take you on a journey. Uh, you go to other planetary systems, you meet your councils and you do some healing work and it's, it's amazing. And you can schedule all of that online. If you do want to do a QHHT again, that's in person and I'm in Oregon. So 
you can you can come see me if you want. And uh, that information is on my website as well. So thank you. Thank yeah, you for letting uh, me share that. I see a road trip in my future. No, <laughs> no kidding. Come on down. Right. But now the QHHT is the only one I have to do in person. The other ones I can do online. So maybe we should start you on an Ascension session. Activate some more things. Yeah. See, yeah. see your galactic connection. Yeah. That, that would be wonderful <laughs> yeah scary and wonderful at the same time right, right. <laughs> so so thank you tracy and and i will also put in the show notes uh the magic is real code for the 10 percent off that you had mentioned earlier today too yeah. so we'll include that in the show notes so thank okay. you tracy for this first of many uh conversations that we're going to end up happening so I, I look forward to all of them Thank you guys. Thank you everyone that's listening. Thank you, Debbie, for having me and we'll see you again soon. If you enjoyed this Light Up Your Worth episode, be sure to share with a soulful friend who needs to hear this message. Thanks so much for listening and being part of the Light Up Your Worth community. My heart is full of gratitude for you. You are my inspiration to shine the light of spiritual heart-centered women. Now go out there and shine your own light, sending you sunshine.